from the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Thank you, Jim. That's Jim McCarthy from Jim McCarthy VOs in the intro there. I appreciate it. Hello, welcome to another episode of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, the bi-weekly-ish podcast all about marketing in the automotive industry. Mostly. That's why the name makes sense. Uh, I used to have a, a, a general manager who we would be talking about um, SEO and he would call them SEOs, like plural. Like, hey, can I get a couple of SEOs? Like if you go to the store and you ask for a couple of uh, like lottery tickets, hey, can I get a couple of uh, $5 scratch offs? He'd be like, can I have a couple of SEOs? And I'd be like, dude, it's not SE. Oh, forget it. I don't feel like explaining it. And that story, I think in, it kind of encapsulates what we think about SEO in the automotive marketing world. And that is a lot of us honestly just have no idea. And hearing the general manager call them SEOs kind of highlights how we just really don't know, right? We know it's important. We know we have to have it, but we don't really know anything more than that. I feel like in a lot of situations in the automotive industry, and so uh, I wanted to talk about it with somebody. So I went out and I found an, an SEO expert. She's an SEO specialist and founder at Integrated Digital Innovations, Adriana Stein, joining me on Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. Hi, Adriana. How are you? Hey, Matt. Thanks so much for having me. I'm good. How are you? Good. Just to confirm, they're not called SEOs, right? He was wrong? Well, actually, we, we do use the term what? SEOs. Yes. How is that possible? I've been wrong all this time. Oh, well, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's like a nickname, a term of endearment, I guess. How do you use it? Like, what's the term of endearment, like internally in the SEO comp like world? Use it in a sentence. Um, so it's, it's basically how you refer to the title or position. So I work as an SEO. Interesting. I, I, don't, I really don't want to go to apologize to this guy, though. I'm not gonna. I'd rather let him know that he. I'd let him think he doesn't know it. What are you gonna do? Okay. Well, yeah, listen. I think it's that, always changing. I don't think it changes the sentiment in that. Um, it, you know, in the automotive industry, I guess probably in a lot of industries. I don't know. You can tell me. It, it's like this kind of mysterious thing. Is it like that across all industries? Yeah, really, a hundred percent. There's so many misconceptions about what actually. A, SEO actually does what mm. its purpose is and kind of everyone just thinks it's this weird magical thing that happens with Google. Yeah. And that's about it. You know, I think in the automotive world, you know, okay, so we know search engine optimization and then we know search engine marketing also called paid search or pay-per-click and dealers mm. are educated by vendors a lot more about paid search than they are about SEO and whether that's because the technical speak that goes into it or the lingo, or when you talk about the particular things that you're doing for SEO, a dealer's eyes just kind of gloss over. I know mine eyes used to gloss over when my vendors were telling me uh, about it when I was the marketing director at a group. And now I'm at an agency and I've learned more about what goes into it and how um, labor intensive it is. And is that part of the hurdle, one of the hurdles that you have to get over when talking to a client or a company about SEO? 
Oh, gosh. Yes, yes. I mean, it's this education process is super important at the beginning. Yeah. But it can also be super labor intensive because you have to explain that it's a whole lot more than just putting some keywords on a on a page yeah. and letting it go, letting it sit and that's it. I mean, I'm not ragging on dealers. Listen, we're, you know, managers <laughs> running dealerships. We're salespeople. We've got a lot to worry about. And, you know, dealers aren't marketing experts um, and they shouldn't right. have to be. That's not that's not their main responsibility. That's why there's people like us. Right. So but I, I thought we could help educate some dealers on on SEO a little bit. Maybe some things they mm -hmm. can think about that they should be talking to their vendor about, whether it's an agency or an in-house person or things that vendors or agencies that are listening right now might want to make sure that they're mm -hmm. focusing on. And, and I saw you had written something that I saw on LinkedIn called the seven deadly sins of SEO. And I thought maybe we would kind of go through these a little bit, if that's cool with you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's talk about keyword stuffing. I've, I've, I've not heard that phrase before. I'm assuming is that, you know, like jamming a bunch of keywords at the bottom of a homepage or something to try and make sure that, you, you know, you're getting credit for those words. Is that what that is? Yeah, basically that's the idea is you just take a bunch of interesting or maybe not even relevant keywords and, yeah. and you just stuff them into the page and see what happens. Yeah. I, I think in the automotive industry, particularly we had a, uh, you know, in the automotive industry, we use probably, you know, there's five, you know, website vendors who are like the go-to vendors, right? And for a while, there was always this, you know, two paragraphs of text at the bottom mm -hmm. of the page that was like awkward to read through that clearly was there for air quotes SEO purposes. It was like, you know, Jim's yep. Nissan of Portchester has the best Altima's, Sentra's, and Maxima's around. If you're shopping in the Portchester area, please be sure to visit Jim's Nissan, like totally awkwardly written. So did website companies do that just to like, so that's, they're just stuffing the keywords in there to, you know, hope that it improves organic placement? Yeah, pretty much. You can tell that that person is doing SEO from 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we should be on the lookout for that. That's that's a no-no is what you're saying. That's a huge no-no. Yes, it should never be done. <laughs> um, now, what is position tracking? Number two on your seven deadly sins of SEO is position. no position, no position tracking. What is position tracking? So this basically means that you are tracking the progress that you make with certain keywords. Okay. So typically one page has at least one focus keyword and then also some supporting or relevant keywords. And then you track those with a certain tool like Ahrefs, SEMrush, something like this to get an idea of how well those pages are optimized, how they're performing, um, what changes you might need to make make in the future with them, et cetera. Okay. What about number three, not aligning keywords with search intent? What is that all about? So this basically, it kind of matches also with number four, which is fo focusing on Google instead of customers. So when you keep customers at the focus, you need to make sure that the keywords you use align with what the person actually wants to read. 
So you may have very general keywords or long tail keywords that focus on a specific concept or idea or whatever type of information that the customer is searching for. And basically the point is you always need to make sure that what you write matches with what they're trying to find. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Um, okay. Now this one is interesting, especially for automotive industry. Uh, number five, no CTAs that generate leads or conversions. You want to, so what you're saying there is what? So basically a CTA is a call to action and the goal with all marketing or advertising is that there is specific action from the person reading it. So this is no exception with SEO mm -hmm. that you create content that encourages the person to take some specific action, whether that's to purchase something or to download something for lead generation, et cetera. And that's basically how you align SEO with marketing ROI, return on investment, because all marketing efforts should, of course, result in sales in some form. Can there be too many CTAs? Yeah, absolutely. You can also go overboard with that as well. So you, you need a balance. How that is balanced really depends on your audience and your goals. I think that you see that in a lot of situations in automotive, you know, on, on a, um, I don't know how familiar you are with like an automotive site, but on a, on a, um, on a VDP page, vehicle display page, sometimes there'll be, you know, six CTAs get today's yeah. best, get today's, get, get today's best price, value your trade, get our special price, check out this, you know, reserve my car. You know, there, there's like six different, um, CTAs and you know, I, I don't have a good, I don't have a good reason to be like, well, that's too many. We should only have three, but I know that I know we should only have three, but, but now to see it here is, um, you know, makes it, you know, confirms that there can be too many. And I think in our industry, mm -hmm. we're, we're guilty of there being too many in a lot of situations. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it kind of goes down to this option of choices. So if you offer too many choices or too many CTAs, then you can overwhelm people. So it's good to focus on just even one or two and that's enough. Seven Deadly Sins of SEO. Number six is forgetting technical SEO. That sounds, for lack of a better word, technical. What does it mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's basically all of the backend processes of your website. So this is making sure that Google actually views your content. They can, it's called indexing and crawling. Basically that... Google finds it and then people can find it. And then also site speed and just general usability of your website. Does it work quickly? Is it easy to navigate? Can you find everything that you need? Yeah, basically everything that's behind the screen. Um, okay, number seven, not building backlinks. Our back uh, back in the day, I remember, you know, you'd like put together, I'm just thinking from, you know, at least to work in the radio industry, you put together a website and then, you know, either we were told or we heard or we read that, oh, we got to have a links page where we have links that have 
you know, all our partners so people can, you know, we got to put 20 links on this page so people, you know, people can access other pages and it's good for SEO or whatever, whatever that meant at the time. So explain um, the deadly sin of not building backlinks. So actually backlinks are a bit of a different concept than what you've just described. Okay. It's more so you build links from other places that go back to your website. And the more that you do this from high credibility sources, the better backlink profile you have, which helps something called authority score or domain authority, depending on the tool you use, which then in turn increases your keyword rankings. Yeah, see there is a lot of it that's mystery to, to us. And it's super labor intensive, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even just technical SEO and building backlinks, otherwise known as off-page SEO, are complete specializations within SEO. Oh, wow. You you would even have a person for each of those things too. Oh, really? Interesting. Yep. Yep. How important is it for you as a cons- as a SEO consultant or an agency that handles SEO to show their customers what they're doing and what progress they're making? It's super important. And this is what you can do with a project manager. So you can really tell, you know, all the different pieces of the puzzle, who is doing what different things at which time. And then you may even have some sort of reporting involved with that. It, it really depends on the campaign and the customer at hand. Um, but I would also add, on the other hand, it's important not to overwhelm with data mm-hmm. because SEO is so, so data intensive that it's better just to provide more so summaries. Yeah. It's a bit easier to understand. What kind of key KPIs? I know probably a lot of it has to do by industry, but you know, um, you know, what kind of KPIs do you like to show clients and say, here's what we're doing and you know, here's, here's how it's working? So basically the top three are increases in monthly organic traffic, increases to this authority score, domain authority, and your keyword ranking. But then you will have typically maybe four, five, six, based on the individual industry and business goals, um, such as lead generated um, downloads for something, um, conversions really depends on your specific campaign goals. Years and years ago, I was working with an agency uh, at my group and he said to me, Matt, SEO is a marathon, not a sprint. You can't just turn it on and then in three weeks see this huge lift in website traffic. Was he right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, only in very exceptional cases is this possible. And that's probably when you have already been doing SEO for maybe a few years. Is it, is it hard for consultants and agencies to justify whatever the cost is for you know monthly SEO because it's hard to show the results or it's hard to uh, 
convey to the customer what you're actually doing because it's so technical? Yes, it can be. But I think that comes along with this education process. When you explain the benefits of just the general concept of increases to monthly organic traffic, meaning more people who just come to your website and how you own that and you're not consistently paying for it like you would with ads, then the benefits become more clear. So you may not be super familiar with the automotive industry, but I'm just, I'll pose a question for you that maybe you can Mm -hmm. give me your opinion of the best of your ability. Should a a dealership or a company or business or brand maybe um, use a uh, agency or a website company or a consultant to handle their SEO or should they have like an in-house person who is their like SEO person who works for them is in the dealership? Mm-hmm. Um, so that even depends more so on the particular company. It yeah. has a lot to do with how educated their marketing department is in total mm-hmm. with SEO. If that knowledge is very basic, then you have to consider the cost of hiring someone with SEO knowledge and then creating a strategy. Yeah. That's a massive, massive investment that takes a long time. And often working with an agency at that point is a lot more affordable and your results are much quicker. Is there an importance to working with a company or agency that has like a custom SEO approach or are there, you know, companies and agencies out there that have like a templated, like this is the, it's a law firm. This is what we do for law firms. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, have like a templated sort of approach. So I would say it's, it's kind of an oxymoron because you would say like a customized template. Right. So typically as an agency, you have a few industry specializations, most likely, mm-hmm. and you can apply a lot of those lessons learned and those processes for multiple clients within that industry. But of course, you're always needing to customize it for their particular brand, their particular product, um, their positioning, their niche, location, things like this. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I, because, I, you know, I think a lot of times with um, in automotive, you know, usually the way it works in this industry is, you know, there's a bunch of, uh, you know, website providers that are the main players in automotive. There's Dealer Inspire, Dealer.com, CDK, mm-hmm. Dealer Fire, Dealer Fusion, you know, all, all those guys. Um, and they offer it, you know, your website SEO with an SEO package, you know, regular plus super gold plus, and then they offer it, you know, handle your SEM for a fee or whatever. And then there's agencies, mm-hmm. advertising agencies who, you know, uh, will do your digital marketing and SEO is usually included in that. And then there's, you know, um, some stores, I know a couple stores who have like a marketing internal person who just focuses on SEO. Um, or there's agencies out there. That's all they do. I mean, I got a neighbor who has an agency and all his agency, all he does is SEO. They don't mess with SEM or email marketing or OTT or anything. It's a hundred percent SEO. And I feel like when you're dealing with, uh, either an in-house person who that's all they do or an agency that is only SEO specialized that you're probably more than likely getting a little bit more of an expert 
opinion or expert work than if you're dealing with an agency who it's just one of the 20 things they do? It kind of depends on the approach because I think one thing that might be limiting with someone who is completely specialized only in SEO Mm -hmm. is they might not have this holistic marketing strategy approach. And I think this is very important when you're working with especially business owners because they often need much more than SEO. They need this whole strategy, email marketing, maybe also ads, social media. And when that's combined with SEO, that will make your SEO results much more powerful. So them all working together is important is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. SEO is not a standalone marketing strategy. Interesting. You need a lot of other factors that come into play. You know, one of the things too that, you know, comes to mind when I'm thinking about it is when you're looking at the cost of having someone do your SEO, it like, should you be skeptical if it seems super inexpensive to do? Yeah, <laughs> 100%. You get what you pay for. Yeah, this is always, I mean, we say this, we SEOs yep. always say this because it's really true. People who are experts know the time it takes. Yeah. They know the knowledge it takes. And they expect clients to understand that value and of course pay for that accordingly. Yeah, I was working with a dealer once and we were talking about, uh, you know, digital marketing. And he was like, oh, well, these guys charge, you know, whatever, $550 a month for SEO. And these guys charge $3,500 a month for SEO. So I'm not doing that. It's too much money. And I'm like, dude, the guys that charge 550 charge 550 for a reason. Yep. It's hundred percent true. You get what you get, what you pay for. You get what you pay for. Yep. Okay. So you posted it on LinkedIn, the seven deadly sins of SEO. We rolled through them. And then you said in your post, what's number eight. Did you get a lot of people mm-hmm. who responded with what they thought number eight should be? Oh yeah. Overwhelming amount. So, so what do you, so going through all those responses, what do you think people in the, what was the majority on what number eight should be? Was it all over the place? It was kind of all over the place, but maybe one point of consensus was just making sure that your content is valuable. So don't, you know, just create content to sell something, but really focus on creating content that's trustworthy, informational, fact-based, you know, really help your audience, not even just necessarily customers, but any reader that you have. Yeah. Adriana Stein, SEO specialist and founder at Integrated Digital Innovations. This has been uh, informational for me and I hope for the dealers and vendors listening as well. And I appreciate your time. Thanks for doing this. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Man, she schooled me, huh? Just goes to show you though, automotive industry how much we don't know about SEO, right? Man, that was good stuff. She schooled me. I didn't realize how much I didn't know. Thank you, Adriana. I appreciate it. And thank you all for listening to Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. I think the podcast is going pretty well. I just noticed on LinkedIn, the uh, president 
of RestaurantSupply.com and IceMachinesPlus.com is now following me on LinkedIn. Yeah, IceMachinesPlus.com. Joe, if you're listening, uh, I, I don't know what we can do together, but uh, let's do it, man. I love ice, right? I like it in water. I like it in whiskey. I like it in whiskey and ginger ale. I like it in whiskey and soda. I like it in whiskey and Diet Coke. I like it in coffee too. So, Joe, president of uh, IceMachinesPlus.com, call me. Anyway, thank you, Adriana. More Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson coming up soonish. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.